My name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. And welcome to Season 4 of Taipei Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, including life after college, relationships, finances, traveling, and navigating the corporate world, all while being Taipei Black Girls. We hope you enjoy! Hey y'all, welcome back. Hey y'all, welcome back to Taipei Black Girls. If you're new here, my name is Faith. I work at Cisco. I graduated from Arizona State a few months back, back in May in 2022. And I'm just living life, girl. What okay. about you, moms? At the end of the day. Okay. Uh, my name is Denasia. I work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Um, I currently have moved from Las Vegas and I went to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And um, I love Brent Fias. Show do. Show do. We're going to um, take up every single episode. Of this <laughs> love that man down. We're going to tell fun facts every episode. Oh, well. that'd be fun. Frick, what is mine? You love life. Again, you got me. You got me. You got me. I, honestly, I think 2023 is my year. 2022 rocked me and stopped me. Other than this podcast, there wasn't a lot of good that happened. I'm not going to hold you. I'm graduating, but that was also a uh-uh. But... Um, let's go ahead and get into our rosebud and thorn. <laughs> You're like the girl on the steps. You know the one every year. Oh, oh, I swear. Swear that's me. Because that last year was rough. Like, I don't even know. We were just talking about it. I don't know how we recorded basically every single week. Oh my God. We were talking like, it's basically like a night shift. Because when you think about it, we have, we plan out the episode mm-hmm. and we film it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it takes a lot of energy. Like it might sound so casual to y'all listening, but it takes mm-hmm. so much out of us. Yeah. But it also replenishes us because we love doing this. But like mm-hmm. energy wise, we be working, going to school, and then come home and film. It's mm. a whole it's a whole process. Swear. So just know we love y'all and you know, we really doing this because we really do enjoy it. Um and we want to make sure the girlies don't make the same mistakes as us. Yes. Consider this like our, our audio journal. Know that part. And side note, we didn't realize that you could follow us on Spotify. So um follow us on Spotify because we love y'all, and we want to see that number go up because it it helps us. We didn't even know we had a number till yesterday. So shout out to all three thousand of y'all. Because I said we got followers. I was shocked. I was baffled. Even I was like, "Wow, I like this new statistic on Anchor." So yeah, go ahead and follow us. We love y'all, so y'all can see um, this whole. It's almost end of the season. Sad case, but we need a break. We and also, I think when you follow us on Spotify, at least. You get notifications when we post. That's so, true. You know, that's a pro tip. If you, you know, you you don't like typing in T Y P E, you know, it, it'll just bring you right to the episode. You don't even have to type it in. And you can even favorite us because honestly, I have our podcast favorited, so I don't got to keep on scrolling. Um, <laughs> but, girl, let's go ahead and get into the rose, bud, and thorn. If you're new here, rose is something good that happened in your week, bud is something that you're looking forward to, and thorn is something bad that happened in your week. Moms, what's your RBT? Um, so for me, my rose is that I got, I'm back into reading, right? Okay. Um, it took a minute. I'm not gonna hold you. I just felt like I didn't have the focus to sit there and read anymore. Like mm-hmm. my attention span has dwindled so much for some reason. Yeah. Um, but I finally got back into it. My friend Mia, she read this book <clears throat> called The Last of Us. Our good friend Colleen Hoover, love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I literally have like, 50 pages left. Oh my gosh. And I know. I've been, I've really been trying to take my time with it because if I get really invested in a book, I'll knock it out in a day. Yeah. But I'm trying to make this an enjoyment thing and I do it every night. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into like a routine. 
So it's a little spicy, you know, like on book talk, maybe yeah. like oh, spicy books, whatever. I didn't know it was spicy, right? Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, wow. When I flipped through the pages, I said, oh, it's, oh, oh, my. And I brought the book on the train. This is before I knew it was spicy. Oh, I bought the book on the train. And I see people reading on the train all the time and my headphones died. So I was like, I might as well read it. Mm-hmm. I'm reading, I'm reading on the train. Why well, girl gonna stop before she get off? Talk about, oh girl, I see what you're reading. <sighs> no. And, and I was like, oh yeah, it's a good book. This is before I got to the spicy parts. Oh. So it wasn't until I got to the spicy parts I realized what she was saying. Because she's gonna look at me, raise an eyebrow. I said, What is she <laughs> Yeah, reading a Colleen Hoover book in public's crazy. I did not know. Because we can't for being spicy, but I didn't know it was gonna be like that. So oh. I said, Oh wow. Everybody on the train think I'm a freak. <laughs> I might have to hop on that train. I want to see what it's about for real. Me too. But I'm like, I've already read like quote unquote spicy books before. Like I read Twilight at 11. I didn't know Twilight was spicy because I the, th- the thickness of it, I just didn't even want to attempt it. The, the, the last book was spicy. And my mom tried to stop me before I got to the last book. Talk about, you don't need to be reading that. I said, girl, I already wrote every part. I, I, I read all of it. Mm. And I sure didn't sneak the book and read the rest. (laughs) No 11-year-old should have read that, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Now Uh, we're here. Now we're here. And now we're reading Colleen Hoover. So, hey. Oh, I'm about to have hop hop on. Facts. It's a good book. Mm. Um, So next, my bud is that I will be in the great state of North Carolina. Great state is crazy, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) The the mid-state of North Carolina. Yeah. People have mixed opinions on North Carolina. Facts. I've never been. So this is my first time. But okay. I'm going to Dreamville to go visit Faith and to just go to the festival. Yeah. Um, Faith has been trying to convince me to buy these tickets. And I was just like, I am not the type to blind buy a ticket. Mm. Like, I need to see who was on that lineup yep. day to day before I buy a festival ticket. They dropped the festival lineup, baby. Mm. I saw Drake. I said, that's all you had to say. Yeah. Tickets bought same day. Tickets bought same minute. I clicked the link. I said, "What are they looking like?" All right, we could. We we'll have to make it work and we bought that ticket. Yeah, they they're honestly pretty solid for everybody you're seeing. For everybody, okay. I mentioned Drake, but like Usher's on there, J Cole, Drake, um, City Girls, our good friend Carisha, um, Saucy Santana might make an appearance. Like I'm really thinking this is an investment. Glorilla's on there. Oh, it is for me. I don't know why, but like me and Lola started dating. During COVID. So the fact that Waka Flocka, no hands is going to be playing. I've never gone to a party where I was comfortable enough with him to throw back moms. Oh, I am so excited. And the thing is, I've never done PDA around people that I actually know. So I don't know what that's going to look like. Then I'm like, like, girl, get away from me. Like, that's weird. You know, but when no hands comes on, no goes I'm bringing money just to throw on you while you throw it back on him. Yes, it's only right. Like, I feel like this is redemption for all the parties we missed because of freaking COVID. Easily, easily. And walk a flock of flame, first of all. I need his interpreter to be there. I don't know if y'all have seen that video. What is interpreter? I love the ASL movement right now. All the girlies, even the hearing girlies are doing ASL. And I'm really enjoying it. I just want to know, like, do the white people, like, sign the N-word in sign language? I, I always wondered that. Cause I saw I saw an interpreter like do some rappers like set, and she for sure was not pausing. And I said, "How's that? How the rules work there?" <laughs> um, but y'all anyway, uh, 
my thorn is that so this this past week it snowed for the very first time in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Um I took it as a blizzard, baby, because I'm not used to snow. So yeah. when they said snow warning, we gonna get X amount of inches. I said I, any anything that's over just grazing the sidewalk is is a big deal to me. So I'm assuming everybody gonna stay home because why are we going to the office on a day that it's snowing and they saying it's a snowstorm? <laughs> that don't make sense. <laughs> and I'm about to put on my boots and leave the house. No, I'm not. So on that lovely Tuesday, I stayed my ass home because mm-hmm. where am I going? Um. Turns out it was Employee Appreciation Day. <laughs> and everybody was up in there like, Denisha, where are you at? And they, they, when I tell you, almost the whole office showed up. <gasps> no. I said, y'all don't even come in on a sunny day. <laughs> There's snow outside on the ground right now. And everybody and their mama decided to show up at the office. No. I said, that's crazy. Were they giving, so, up, giving out like goodies or what? Oh, it was like cake and champagne, which I, I would have loved. Personally. Yeah. But I said, I can, you know, I can do without cake and champagne mm-hmm. in, in exchange for not being cold. That part. So, yeah, that was just crazy to me because I said, why are we outside if it's snowing? But mm-hmm. um, I think that's the last of the snow we got. Global warming is really kicking in because that was the only real snow we got all season. And I was that's expecting sick. like blizzard level. Me too. New York, like, yeah. Yeah. Vegas got more snow. Than, than New York did. It's snowing in Vegas right now. Bro, Arizona, yeah. The mountaintops were covered in snow. And I'm like, in Phoenix? And L.A. had a snow blizzard warning. And that's also why I was so revved up. Because I'm like, if it's bad in, in L.A., yeah. it's going to be bad here. Mm-hmm. And it was like light work. We couldn't even make no damn snowman. Um, but that's, <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, my last thorn, I had two thorns. Um, so my apartment... Anytime I cook, so you know I'm a cooking girly now. Mm-hmm. Whenever I put something in my oven, it just don't cook in the middle. And I was like, what is that? Like, this has been a consistent thing. Usually I, I stick to like stovetop meals because yeah. it's easier for me. I don't know. And I only bake if I'm baking like cookies or like a cake or something. Mm-hmm. The past couple times I've baked a cake, it's just been raw in the middle. And I would have to like put foil around the edges that way I could cook the middle without burning the edges, you know? And I'm just like, I feel like this is, I've never had this before. Yeah. Until I moved in this apartment. So I was like, I feel like something's wrong. And my mom was like, yeah, probably the circulation in the oven is off because it's yeah. not cooking in the middle. So I told uh, my landlord, he came, he came by, I submitted the ticket. He came by five minutes later, knock on the door. First oh. of all, <laughs> first of all, it's 445. He said, I opened the door. I had to go throw some pants on because I didn't even have no pants on. I'm like, who's knocking? Open it up. It's him. I said, hello. He said, I'm here for 15 more minutes and I'm off this whole weekend. So you got me for 15 minutes. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. can I go put on some real clothes? Please. I said, can you give me like five minutes? He said, I told you I got 15 minutes. I said, first, now, now I don't like your tone. <laughs> first and foremost. Second. Uh, let me go throw some drawers on and some pants. Like, come on. <laughs> so I go throw some pants on, open up the door, and he comes in. And I tell him, and he's like, well, it looks like it's getting pretty hot to me. He's going to turn it all the way up to 500. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be hot. I said, sir, the problem is it, it gets hot. It's hot. The problem is that it's not circulating because why are my cakes raw in the middle? Lit raw dog in the middle is crazy. And he said, oh, well, I don't know much about bacon, but I know it's hot. I'll bring the temperature gun up if you want me to. I said, no. I, before I could even answer, he left when he got the temperature gun. 
<laughs> Why does he just have that? This is a constant thing. Before I moved in, the apartment building is only a year old. He had to replace it. So I said, if the oven is giving out after a year, it's a problem with the oven. Yeah. He gonna bring the gun out, shot it in the oven. <laughs> and then he gonna show me, talk about it's set for 50 right now. And it's only been five minutes of it heating up. So technically after 12 minutes, it should be all the way to 500. <laughs> I didn't even have the... I didn't even have it in me to argue with him. I said, you know what? I can't argue with the thermometer shit. I don't know what you want me to do. Oh! Like, I, sir. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I, my cakes will still be raw in the middle because he refused to change it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was up cussing a lot this episode already, but he really pissed me off today. Like, I really was just upset because now my cakes just really won't bake. Um, oh, my gosh. What the thermometer say? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I see what it says, sir. Him running out and not letting you finish your sentence to go get that tip gun? To go get the gun? <laughs> I said, come on. Oh, my um, gosh. So, yeah, shout out to my landlord. We're going to see. I told him, I'm a, if, if it don't get better this weekend, I told him I'm going to bake a cake and I'm going to show him. <laughs> I was about to say, you better bake a cake in there. And, and I'm going to show him. And I'm going to bring him a slice. It's straight from the middle. I'm not even going to cut. I'm not even going to cut diagonally. I'm going to cut a square in the middle and give it to him. So you can see what I'm talking about. And then he was like, well, I mean, you're more the baker than I am. So what do you think? I said, you asking me my perspective for one and acting like I don't know how to cook is is two absurd things to say. Because, baby, I know how to make a cake. This is Betty Crocker. (laughs) It's not even like, like, what do you mean? So when he said that, I I told him I'm going to bake him a cake. I'm going to give him a piece in the middle so we can see. He said, you let me know. I said, all right. He left. Because who are you talking to? Oh. Uh, yeah, so that, that's why I had two thorns. But go ahead, Rons. What was your week like? Um, Yeah, so literally on Tuesday is when the thing, the set list got announced. Y'all, I didn't already bought these Dreamville tickets. I knew I was going. I don't. I didn't care who the set was going to be. I knew I wanted to see. I knew I wanted to go to Dreamville. I live in Raleigh. I need to go to Dreamville. So, um, I'm in the office. I'm like, oh my gosh, the set came out. My friend India is like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to go here. This is a concert. I'm like, oh, I know you're a scissor girl, but like, girl, like it's gonna be Dreamville. Like, mm-hmm. Come on now. And then I convinced Lola to come because like Lola's, I look at Lola's concert virginity. Even though he's a music guy, he always worked and like did school. He never had time to go to concerts and just never mm-hmm. prioritized him. So I took him to his first concert, and I'm gonna take his Dreamville virginity. I'm so excited. I mean, his festival virginity. So freaking excited. Um, and then India sent me her confirmation. I'm trying to um, peer pressure Winston to get his, but he's going on a work trip. So I was like, okay. Um, so everybody's buying tickets. And I'm so excited because the nate is coming. Ali, I, I was like, did you see the set list, Ali? Actually, he sent it to me the first time and he bought his ticket. And everybody's gonna meet. The fun fact, Danaja and Lola have never met. Never. And never. from as long as we like like started becoming close, Lola has always just been like a character in Lo- in Fate's life. But yes. he's like a background character to me because I never met the man. I gotta <laughs> actually see him. Yes. And it's just like I have no, I've never seen him before, but I feel like I've met him because I hear so much about him through faith and like mm-hmm. social media. Like you feel like you know somebody and I think about him like I never met the man. Never. And that's, and that's the same with Payton and Kelly. And the thing is, I've been really close with Kelly since I was like 16. So that's crazy. But honestly, the wedding, 
or something. So, uh, yeah, so everybody's coming. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, it'd be so fun for me in India to host, like, all of my Cisco friends to come and my college friends to come and everybody meet. And so we're going to have a cute little get-together the Friday before Dreamville, and I'm going to be hosting. So basically all of the of March, I will be, like, in Arizona or Denver. Period. Then I'm coming the week before. Um but week before Dreamville, I'm going to deep clean my house, buy another blow up bed and just really be a host. Like, I'm so excited. I'm like, what kind of drinks y'all want? What kind of snacks y'all want? Like, it's, I'm planning outfits. Like, it's going to be such a fun weekend. Like, we are planning so many fun things with content because, you know, we don't really, we don't live in the same state. So, like, when we're getting together, we really got to, I'm like, all right, 10 TikToks minimum, you know, the whole nine. <laughs> Bucks club, another club. Oh, I am literally so excited. So, it's, I've just been like, it's been my Dreamville week. Like, I, I've been planning what type of YouTube videos I've been, I've been wanting to do. And that goes to my butt. Um, I have... My one of my goals on my bingo board was to post 12 times on YouTube because I slacked so much last that last year and I'm really trying to prepare. I'm really trying to I'm trying to do this for my kids. Like I my goal for my YouTube channel was for my kids to know what I did when I was small. Granted, what the heck what I was I filming back in high school, but that's neither here nor there <laughs> in college. Like why? But I'm glad I did because so, it's it's growth. Let's say that. Um, so I've been pretty consistent there and some of the girlies watch me on there. So love y'all. You guys leave very pretty comments and I love y'all so much. And I have a few buds actually. Um, the reason why I'm going to Arizona is my little brother's turning 13 and we're going to go to a nice dinner with his mom. And it's just so kind of insane that like I watched this little boy grow up and he's 13. He sounds like a grown man, you know, like you don't even feel right. And finally, I'm hitting my 10 years. We don't know the exact date, but we know it's between February and March with my best friend since seventh grade. Um, so we're going to have a best friend anniversary dinner. And I am very excited with cute little nice dresses. And I've, I've, I've had this sheen dress in my car. I mean, in my closet for the longest that I bought for the cruise. Never wore it. So mm. got a dress. I, I love sometimes when I have an outfit that I haven't worn in a long, a long time. I feel like in Asia, I'm like, yep. Got it. Got an outfit for an occasion. I don't know what the occasion is. <laughs> that's that, that comparison is so crazy. But that's really is me. I, I'm if if I, if I know something's coming up, I'm getting a fit. I'm like, well, let me go look on Princess Polly right now. Mm-hmm. And figure yeah. out what I'm doing. Yeah. So but the thing is, I didn't even have an event. I just it was just sitting there. Didn't know where where I was wearing to, but I knew it was ready for some something. So yeah. And then my thorn is because I'm leaving tomorrow at. My flight leaves at 6 a.m., so, you know, I got to get to the airport at, like, 4.30. Um, I got to clean my house before I leave, and I'm not looking forward to that because I try to do one one um, room per day, like, my bathroom, then my room, then my kitchen. But every time I clean it, it just gets messed up again. So it's like, <laughs> now the frick what? So I decided I'm just not even going to deep clean. I'll do, like, a nice over over clean for right now. And when I come home to be ready for my guests, I'll just deep clean and we'll go from there. Um Period. But yeah, girl. Oh, also, a note on deep cleaning. I I really hated as a kid deep cleaning the house before we went on a trip. But that feeling of coming home to a clean girl. house now, I appreciate it so much more. Yeah. I'm like, not going to hold you. Crazy. If I save up enough and like don't spend anything on like miscellaneous things this month, I might even hire a cleaner because I don't know how mm. much I'm going to have after going from Arizona, from North Carolina to Arizona to, to Colorado. And that dashes a lot. So we'll we'll see how much, if I can find a cheap Groupon cleaner. Yeah. Speaking of rants, <laughs> <laughs> I 
before we got on this call, we we were ranting about meal prepping. And I just feel like I feel like the truth has to be said, y'all. Like, yeah, we've been holding it in. I feel like everybody collectively feels the same way, but don't nobody want to say it. Meal prepping is not it. Eating four day old chicken on Thursday that you made on Sunday. It's 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 quiet. I'm 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 over it. I'm sick, sick and tired. Mom, the way for me, love a good meal prep. Y'all know I love saving money, but from the literal budget queen, sometimes at the end of the day when you want to relax, you don't want to eat turkey sausage, broccoli and rice. That that's been sitting in there in that 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 meal prep container stacked on the other ones in your fridge all week. It gets redundant, and I realize I like to be happy after I eat. I do not get any happiness from that meal. Moms, today I I, I, had, I had chicken that I seasoned with, like, some Spanish, se- Mexican seasoning, um, rice, and broccoli. I had to eat Doritos to make me happy after the meal. Just to give it a little bit of oomph to it. Hmm. Yeah. And now I got to eat something sweet after every meal, which I do anyway. But now I really got to because it's like I, I've been eating chicken, and it's not even bad chicken. Like, the chicken tasted great. Yeah. But it's like... It's not I, think it's, I think it's the process of heating it up too. Like whenever I put it in that microwave, I start hearing it pop, and it's not—it's not even warm yet. Like something about the whole process just really irks my spirit. Moms, I was so hungry last night. I was cooking broccoli. I thought it was all finished. It was in the—it was in the freezer bag, and I could microwave it. But I just—I sautéed it. Why did I put in that thing? I sat down. Why was I eating frozen broccoli? Because it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> my friend India, she loves to say she's like Faith. You're not real. Because what? Why were you eating? Why didn't you just put it back? I didn't want to get up. I was so freaking hungry. You know, you said, like, you're like, oh, I got to eat. Like, I'm really hungry, but I don't want to eat out. And I don't want to spend money. Because I'm right now, I'm in that I'm about to leave. So I need to eat all my groceries, but I'm not buying any new groceries. So I'm eating all of this, whatever's in my freezer. Yeah. It's giving Mod Podge. Mod Podge, for real. It's giving more smorgasbord. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, though. Maybe maybe I just got it. Maybe y'all doing something different. Maybe you got a girl on me. I don't know. But I've been trying to meal prep and it's just not it. Like I I can't do it. Something about the thrill of like placing an Uber Eats order and having it and, and hearing them set it down outside my door and get a little knock. The, oh yeah. Sometimes they knock. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I just see the shadow go past my door and that's how I know. So like <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like maybe I just need to have my meal preps sit to me. Or something, for, so I can get the thrill. Yeah, I, I think it's just the the surprise, like a prize. It's like Christmas. It's like microdosing Christmas. You're on something. And the thing is, for me, I would be on TikTok during college, and I would never understand the Uber Eats girlies. I never Uber Eats all of college. I didn't understand it. Maybe a cool little Domino's pizza, but maybe a little Pizza Hut. Nothing, never Uber Eats. Now... If I had a long day and I do not want to get in that kitchen and heat up nothing or I, I'm like, oh, I got everything in the freezer. Everything. I, I have a very ingredient household. You know, I don't have no freezer meals, nothing. Everything's ingredients. I'm placing a breeze order. Oh, it's it, even if I do got a little frozen pot pie sitting in the freezer, Marie Callender's, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. I'm still not. I, what does Chick-fil-A have to offer tonight? It was so bad one night. Me and my friend Uber uh, Uber eats Red Lobster <laughs> for them biscuits, baby. Yeah. I don't blame you. Oh, I, oh, I need those biscuits. Yeah, I'm a California Pizza Kitchen girl too, but you know mm-hmm. they don't really rock with that out here. They're oh. more of an authentic pizza type of vibe. So I'd be oh. having to walk 
to the nearest pizza parlor. <laughs> Sick. Um, this is the long intro, y'all. We're sorry. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, like, you gotta really eat it up right now because next next episode, honestly, is also gonna be, it's gonna be a fun one. I am yes. excited for next episode. Thank you to every single person that has submitted a question. So yes. To our... To our free suggestion bots.com. I feel like we're an ad when we say that. In, in our link tree, in our link tree. In our link tree, where you can submit any questions that you have, any dilemmas you're working on or you're mm-hmm. working through and you want us to give our advice. We're doing a whole episode as our final episode next week. Yeah. Um, where we just talk about all of your dilemmas and we give advice. So it's giving Wendy Williams show moms. How y'all also, doing? Also, y'all, y'all really don't know us. So I just want to say, Y'all don't know us. Like, like I know we share bits and pieces, but how about y'all just sending the dilemmas? That's <laughs> it. No comments. Unless they're good. No, no, I'm going to give them contents. We got some haters in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? No, people, we, we, love, we love y'all to show us love. This is not towards y'all. This is towards the ones that the be one. fucking crazy. Talking crazy. What? If you're going to say it, send it to our DM so we can know your profile so we can block you. Like, come on now. Like, do it with your chest. Not do the free suggestion box. It's anonymous. You went all the way to the link tree, babes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, you, you, she, she or he, were they, 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 know, they know who they are. It was, yeah. it was only one. It was only mm-hmm. one. And that, that does not take away from the other people that we had submitting just amazing, like, like amazing feedback, giving us their, their, their dilemmas. Like we appreciate y'all. We love y'all down. Honestly, we didn't even think like, we were like, oh, we might even need a topic because we don't think we're getting that many dilemmas. But honestly, we got a solid amount to make a whole episode. So I'm yeah. really we're happy. We're so excited and we love you guys. And yeah. you guys for showing us love. No. Um, but if you listen in just to hate. <laughs> Crazy. DM me personally. We can work it out. We can, you know, we, we can, can make something Okay. We can make something shake. I'll send you my address. You send me yours. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fight. <laughs> At the midway point, crazy. Before we freaking start this very long, before we get it after this uh, freaking long intro, let's get into some fun things we are do- doing um, during the off season. Moms, you want to get into that first one? Yes. So first thing we're doing is resume review sessions. So we realize we have a lot of you guys that are either college age girlies or looking for job girlies or you know whatever stage you are in like career progression we have a lot of girlies that are looking for help with their resumes help with their interviews Mm -hmm. so um if you're interested in that please shoot us a dm if you're interested in resume reviews dm us yes if you're interested in a mock session on how to go through interviews like the interviewing process dm us if you're interested in both let us know but if you have a specific preference let us know um we're trying to gauge how many people would be interested in that um yeah you don't even have to be a college girl like if you are just looking to switch jobs and you need help on that um for context um we went through the job application process by ourselves yes you know everything we've learned is by ourselves Mm -hmm. um I also went through MBA coaching where they basically tore my entire resume apart and put it back together so Mm -hmm. I went through a full coaching like three months worth of sessions yeah. and I saved all my notes from that, but I will send you guys as well as um, a guide of a hundred interview questions that wow. we will also be able to show you guys. So we have content. It's not just us talking. It'll be, you know, like basically like a little package that you guys can leave with. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, please DM us and yeah. 
Yeah. And it's a cute little Zoom call. Like, we're hoping that, like, a lot of you guys have interest. And we, we're really trying to put y'all on. Like, we, I love nepotism when it's, like, for, for me or with my friends. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if we don't put ourselves on, who will? That part. Okay? Trying to make sure all the black girlies, all, all the girlies, but especially the black girlies, get these jobs. So Period. we can be single black female date to retail. I really, I've never heard that before. But I loved it when he said it. Oh, that's my motto, baby. I know Kanye West is canceled or whatever now, so I'm not, you know, we, this yeah. is not this is not putting on for Kanye. I just really love the lyric. <laughs> I know. I was like, is that a Denasia original? Like, where'd she get that from? Oh no, that, that's that's a Kanye lyric. I see. Yeah. Okay, but I would take credit if I could. Hmm. I'll give it to you because I don't know. Um, <laughs> but girl, let's get in this freaking episode. So, moms, mm-hmm. uh, oh, one more thing, y'all. Yeah, uh, DC is coming up this summer. Mm-hmm. So if it used to be in March. Life happened. Now yes. we're meeting up in D.C. in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So um, if you live in D.C., if you're moving there, we actually got a girl say she's moving there. So oh, love. Yeah. To meet her. Um, yeah, just keep us posted and we will keep y'all posted. But yeah. D.C. coming this summer. And and DF, D, DM us if you think you're going to be in D.C. this summer or maybe if you want to fly out. And I don't know. Up to you. It's going to be like a weekend. So and there may be some fun things happening that weekend. We'll see. We're not going to really spoil nothing. But when that an Instagram post comes out, y'all know. Y'all know. And let's just get all all, this, all all of it out at the same time. Follow us on Instagram.com backslash type black girls. All right. Now we get to start the episode. Let's yes. go. All right, mom. So if you guys didn't um, forgot because we had a very long intro, I think this is one of our longest. Um, that's just been season four. Um, we're going to be talking about maintaining friendships after college. I asked you guys, what do you guys want to see in season five and beyond? And you guys kind of talked about making friends in your 20s. And we kind of wanted to go the route with maintaining friendships after college because it's been a rocky a pebble road not a rocky road but like a pebble road it's mm-hmm. it, there's been some adjustments it's not the same as college so moms how many friends do you start college off with and how many do you have now um so this really changed over covid so when i first started school at UNLV um all my friends from high school moved away my besties moved i was basically starting from scratch so i had zero friends freshman year and then freshman year, I kind of met like, you know, those friends you just meet freshman year, you just kind of rock with because you're all freshmen. Mm-hmm. That's really what happened. And I had a group of like four girls I was close with. Um, and they were like my, my my core group of friends. I've always been a got friends in different places type of girl. Like I had my like honors college friends. Mm-hmm. I had my core group of friends I hanged out with outside of school. I had my business classes friends that we would yeah. meet up and like, you know, do homework together. Like I had different pockets of friends and it was very difficult in college because I was like don't let me ever have a birthday party girl none of these groups go mesh Mm -mm. at all I think everyone was kind of I was basically not to say that like I show different sides of myself depending on who I'm around but like the friends that I was making in the honors college weren't really intersecting with the same friends I was having when I went to parties Mm -hmm. so it was just it was a different vibe but um I am no longer friends with the girls that I was friends with freshman year. So mm-hmm. that was four gone. But yeah. over the pandemic, I think really just people really show their true colors, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have a very solid group of friends that I keep in contact with. And my best friend has remained the same Peyton, like through, throughout college, but she yeah. was not physically at my school. So that was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I can't really put a number on it because if I start counting off, I'm going to feel bad if I leave somebody out. No. Like, like, I, I've always been so bad about ranking best friends. Like, I everybody equal. 
That part, that part. For me, it was a whole lot. That's why I couldn't count. Um, but the thing is, a lot of them aren't even with us today. Um, for this episode, we were we're we're going to be posting our our friends that we're still friends with after college that we made in college or like that lasted throughout college, even from high school. And we were struggling to find pictures. Oh, moms, you said they're no longer with us. It sounded like something bad happened. Oh, I mean, something bad did happen. Something bad happen. did happen, but they still alive. <laughs> no, alive. no, everybody alive. Everybody alive. Like, I mean, I don't follow them. You know, some of them are blocked. And I don't know LinkedIn either. I don't no actually, actually no don't care if you're doing good. So. Sometimes, sometimes the friend breakups are worse than real breakups. And I just, I can't have you on my feed. I cannot see you because it might be a little PTSD the way I was crying after that friend breakup. Yeah. No. It's rats. Um, but yeah. It, yeah. So right now I have a decent amount. Um, at this point, like for me, I move schools every single year, like I've said, you guys, in past episodes. And I would call everybody my best friend. Like there, nobody was actually just a friend. Everybody that I met was my best friend. As long as like we lasted for more than three weeks, we was good. We was like, we was in there for, for life. But now as an adult, I'm a bit more selective. If I call you my best friend, I can call you to bail me out of jail. I feel like that's a good, mm. accurate stat, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also selective with the word friend because because I use it so intensely in college and high school and elementary, now I'm like, no, not all of y'all gets to be called friends. Not everyone deserves that title. And it's okay to say that somebody's just an acquaintance. Y'all could be real cool. But is that a friend? They might not hit all those marks. But that's a great acquaintance, though. A great acquaintance. Like, that's that's what I equal a lot of my uh, wor- working acquaintances with. Like, have an entire group chat. Those are my dogs for real. But, like, just to go out. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I have a lot of acquaintances that I love. Love y'all for real. They're, they're cool to have a fun time with. It's just not to, like, divulge. Like, let me, let me FaceTime you because I had a crazy dream. Or when I'm feeling down and like I'm, I can't even get out of bed. You know, like that's reserved for more so my BFFs. And honestly, because my circle is so small, I really don't have like friends like that. It's really like I got best friends forever. Like we're it. If any of the people I call best friends right now, we had a friend breakup. All of them are five years plus friends. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a rough breakup mm-hmm. right now. I will say all my friends are just all my all my friends are my best friends. Circle so small is a period. I know that's right. Moms, I sw- I I never have had this let like small amount of friends. But the thing is quality though. Over quality. I will scream it from the rooftops till I'm blue in the face. It really is about quantity, and I did not realize that because a lot of my friends that are best friends, my my roommates, you know, I'm thinking we like they definitely rode for me, but when they're true, when it was time to put the pedal to the metal, the pedal did not metal. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, that was definitely hard, you know, crying the the cries from a breakup versus the cries from a friend breakup, crazy insane and let's get into why did those friendships not work moms yeah so for me I just realized I didn't even have that much in common with the people I was surrounding myself with and it was really more friendships especially early college when like you don't really have your place yet I know that sounds so corny like everyone's like find your place but it's like truly you don't really have a place everyone is kind of just thrown into this freshman year level and it's like you don't know nobody for real Mm -hmm. 
And I felt like I was really friends with people out of like convenience and the fact that I just didn't want to be alone. I was yep. like, well, I don't want to be a loner. And I think it came from high school. Like for some reason, like eating lunch alone or like any type of things you're doing alone in high school, I feel like was just like, oh, that person's a loner. And yeah. I don't want to be labeled like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I just need to find friends. That was my first mission. I was mm-hmm. like, find my classes where they at and then find some friends. Yeah. And it was just like the comfort of being around people and like, you know, that that helps with the transition. Mm-hmm. But I realized I was like, these girls, I don't even, our conversations for one, I realized it was, it was not a good friendship because all of our conversations were either very surface level things or like they were boy crazy. Mm. And I realized the older I've gotten, I'm not trying to talk about men all day. We I, have whole identities. We have whole lives outside of who, whatever, whoever we deal with. Like, what? How are you as a person? As a person outside of the man you dealing with in your in 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 whatever area you're in in your life. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, I realized that like we didn't even bond as friends because we were talking about stuff that wasn't even about us, or or it was too much drama. Mm. Why every time we talking, you talking about somebody else that you claim as a friend? For mm. me, that really was just like like talking negatively about them. Like, oh, mm. I can't stand her. Like, oh, I was like, well, well, you was just with her. So <laughs> what is the what is the truth? And I realized if someone is bad mouthing, like truly bad mouthing their friends to you, best <laughs> believe they're doing the same thing to someone else and and talking about you as well. You're not exempt. Yeah. And I realize I don't want to be around people that, for one, bring negativity. For mm-hmm. two, I can't really count on because I'm like, you You don't even like your other friends. So I know you don't like me. You don't like me. You might even like, not even like yourself. That, and usually that's where it starts. Yeah. Usually that's where it starts. Um, so I realized there was just, you know, it was more of a proximity thing. It was more of a comfort thing than it was a true down friendship. And I was just like, I know what a true down friendship is. And I knew that going into college because I had Peyton. And I was like, yeah. y'all are not acting the way our, our relationships don't look the way that I see my true friendship with Peyton is. And I was like, if, if, if it's not giving that, you've got to go. Because I don't really have a room in my life to allow people to be negative towards me or, or any, anything, honestly. So yeah. the older I got, the more I realized that it did take time. I'm not, not saying this was an easy process. That friend breakup was hard. Mm. Hard. Over, over the pandemic, it was a slow disintegration yeah. And it was it was definitely very, very rough. And I was just like, wow, I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't have a friend group. And I was mm-hmm. really stuck in like, I need a group. I don't know why I just wanted to be the Cheetah Girl so bad. Like, <laughs> I really felt like I needed a friend group. Like, I, I didn't have anyone on campus that was my friend. Like, yeah. they, they have their own best friends. Everyone has their own people. Mm-hmm. So once you go through a friend breakup, it's like, oh, like, I can't even join a group, quote unquote, because everybody got the established people they with all the time that part how do you do that um so i i just realized not everyone has to be your best friend you don't have to have a group the people that you are friends with right now and they are true friends to you cherish them keep them close but you don't need to have a like established group to be call somebody a friend or to to even just have friends in general yeah what about you moms for me i went like i said i moved a lot in college um in high school so I had a lot of people that I knew that I went to Arizona State because they all, you know, whatever. But one of my best friends that I met in freshman year of high school, we ended up both being engineers. So I was like, oh, let's both dorm together. And then we found two other girls. And my mom 
my mom prayed like there was no tomorrow to make sure I didn't get no crazy roommates. And we became like the girls. Like, uh, I mean, we had one Asian. I mean, we didn't have, was there more so brass dolls? One Asian, <laughs> one Brazilian, one white and one black. I was living life. Like we was great. Like we did everything together. Like we studied together. We went to parties together. Like I feel like that type of friendship breakup hurts more mm. because it was, when it was good, it was so good. Like, it was just so amazing. Like, we were talking about getting matching tattoos together. Oh, that's a different level. Moms. Like, we would get dressed every morning together. Like, we would leave to go get breakfast. Like, it was, we was running deep. So, and we just all fostered a connection really good. Like, everybody had their, like, their somebody. You know, if she's gone, you go to her for this or whatever. So, it was, it was going very good. And then... We we also had some other friends come in from um, high school, our high school best friend group, and kind of make a big one. Like it was like a great like web of friends. But we had our my our core, my core four. Then you know, COVID happened. I got a boyfriend. I was hanging out or couldn't really, but like talking more to my boyfriend more. Um, I didn't see them as much because it was COVID. So it was like, I'm already not going to see y'all. I barely can. I can I can stand at, at the passenger seat and my boyfriend can stand at the, what's that thing called? Um, the driver's the seat. driver's seat, yeah. And we can stand there and talk to each other because his grandma is at risk. You know, that's it. Like, And the thing is, I also didn't dorm with them sophomore year. So that was even harder because they were all together and I was just at home. During COVID. Mm-hmm. So they became closer. And I was always, you know, still there, but it was just like a little bit harder. And having that boyfriend plus COVID, it was like double whammy. And then during COVID, like kind of kind of relaxed. We were planning a trip. Trips show true colors. Mm. Say it again. Moms, trips show true colors. Like if y'all are already a little bit on the rocks, or one girl don't like another girl because of this, but and then you kind of on her side, but you gotta be the mediator. Yeah, that's kind of what the vibe was. And wow, um, I've talked about it here and there. But like I said, a friend breakup is way harder than a real breakup. When basically we didn't end up being friends. And I was just like, it It wasn't even It wasn't even said. It was just like, I didn't like the way you move like that. So I'm just not going to talk to you. And girls mm. are spiteful. Yeah, I was going to say, seeing the way someone moves will really change your perspective on them. And for me, once I don't trust someone, once that trust is broken, it's I I literally just can't allow myself to retrust someone. Like it's broken. It's over. If I don't trust you, I'm sure not going on a trip with you. Because oh, at all stories. Yeah, that you've heard about people that black girl, that one black girl going on the trip with all those people and she don't come back. Thank <laughs> you. It happens too often. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't need to be stranded in Mexico. So like it's just crazy because you share a spe- such a special bond. You share things that you'd never share with a man unless you like absolutely loved him and maybe still not even then. Like you just that you had the most craziest of memories. Like all of your favorite memories from freaking freshman year or however long you guys were super, super close, all that good, but one bad thing and you're like, I really didn't like did not like how you moved with that. Mm. We can't we just can't be that we can't be close in again. And like there was this one instance where basically I was, we weren't, I didn't know if we were friends or not. So I was, I was thinking maybe we were still friends and they, I was in my car and I will not, I will never forget this. They passed me with the girl that I also thought she was my friend. They were, they were going down mill to go to the club and I saw them and I waved to them. They looked me directly in my eyes in my car, looked away and kept on walking. 
Mm. I have never started uncontrollably sobbing. I literally was like, I, I was driving home and Lola was like, Faith, you cannot be at home by yourself because I don't know what you're about to do. Like, I have never heard you cry this much. And I, Lola has heard me cry numerous times. Mm. And he's like, you need to come to my house. So I'm literally on the freeway, like just sobbing, like literally coming coming to his house. He's holding me in his arms like, like a baby. Like I'm just sobbing. Like, I don't know what I did. Like that type of crying, you think a whooping hurts? Go through a friend breakup that you think isn't that you think you're still cool because it really wasn't that deep. Mm. But it is. It is. And and I think the hardest part about that is realizing that they might not have had your full best interest the entire time. It kind of makes you question like, well, if you can do this to me. Yeah. Did you even really care about me the whole time we were friends? Like were all those good memories I mean, they're still good, but it's yeah. like, it makes you look at them different. Yeah. And it's really hard. Like, it's, I feel like you need to really surround yourself with friends that share similar values. Like, you guys don't need, mm-hmm. obviously, you guys, you don't need to be the same person. No twins, no whatever. But it's, the quality of friendships just get a lot better when you start surrounding yourself with other girls who want to do something with their lives that are similar on the same track as you. Um, Like, the, they're really girls' girls. Like they really want to see you. you thrive. Thank you. They they have your best interest at heart, and you can you can find comfort in that too. Because oh, I yeah. think also like when you do have people that are with the same mindset, um, and you have similar values, you don't really feel the need to explain yourself either. Yeah, like I've had friends where we've had opposing views on like 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 career. Like like I've already I've always been a very motivated person, mm-hmm. and I've had friends in the past that that didn't really feel the same way. And like me having to explain myself, like, oh girl, why are you tripping about that class? Because I want to do well. Well, girl, that's not that big of a deal. You know, like that type of thing is like, we're not really sharing the same type of, we can still be friends, but it it isn't, it's not hidden the same because we're not, we're not worried about the same things, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that also goes back to just finding people that match you in a way. Like, like Faith said, they don't got to be your twins. But you really are who you surround yourself with. And I hate that I'm saying that because as a kid, my mom used to always say birds of a feather flock together. I used to hate that saying. Because I'm like, if my friend doing something crazy, I don't mean I'm doing it either. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, to a certain extent, that that phrase is true. Yeah. Because it's like who you surround yourself with and who you're like feeding your energy into and vice versa does affect you. Not yeah. saying if you go jump off a bridge, if you your friend jump off a bridge, you're going to do it too. You know that saying, girl. Mm-hmm. Mom used to run that to the ground. I said, I'm jumping off low bridge. I'm not, I'm not stupid, but we, you do need to be a little bit alike. Like, honestly, for me with that friendship breakup, like it was really hard to let them go, but it was needed because once I saw what real friends were, and like you said, like Peyton, she was your ride or die since high school. You know, for me, it was Bisa. Like I really, I think I neglected her a little bit because I was so focused on this friend that I had at school and she went to a school two hours away. So it's like, she's like, yeah, like you neglected me a little bit. And I had to say like, I'm so sorry. Like I did not realize I was doing this. Like that was mm-hmm. on me. And I, I feel like that's also a good factor in a friendship that you can say sorry and keep it pushing. Like you, we both value the friendship that we can put our pride aside and say, girl, that's on me. I'm so sorry. I did not realize. Maybe I did realize I'm, I won't do it again. It will not, yeah. not happen again. And on that same thing, like if there's small things that have happened, 
And like the trust is still there, but it's just small misunderstandings. If those can't be talked through and resolved easily, y'all might not be good friends because there's no reason why fallouts, like, like what you said with your friend group example, why fallouts like that should happen over dumb stuff. And it was dumb. dumb. It, honestly, a sorry text could have, honestly, we could have been all good right now, but I'm, I'm glad it happened. And for me also in that friend group, it kind of felt like I was treated like a side character and for mm. me, I have extreme main character energy, and I just hate feeling like I was a second thought. And it was a, there was a lot of times where, and I even said, like, you know what? I don't think I'll do it on purpose, but, like, I would love to be invited to the things y'all do. Ooh. What? Oh, I've been there. And the fact that after y'all said, oh, my bad, I just forgot your name on the list. And then Thanksgiving happened, and you don't, you don't invite me again? Now, that was on purpose. That was on purpose. That was on why purpose. Don't, why don't you think I would want to be one? Would want to be invited to thanks, uh, Friendsgiving? It's Friendsgiving. <laughs> like it's in the name. What? Yeah, and I've seen on the story. Oh my god, the mm. story gets me every time. With the friend group I I talked about that I was friends with back freshman year. Why did they all go to like the library? First of all, they knew we all knew the days that everyone was on campus, right? Because mm-hmm. we were a commuter school, so it was like most people just did like Tuesday, Thursday type vibe, or like yeah. Monday, Wednesday, right? I think it was like a Tuesday. Why did they all go to the library to go hang out in between classes? Knew I had a break for like two hours between mm-hmm. like eleven thirty and like my next class, which was like at two, and then go sit. We had a Snapchat group chat at the time. Go send me videos of them together. In, in, like, the library room. No way. Knew I was on campus. No. Knew I was on campus. In fact, I think we had locations to share. Knew I was on campus. Oh. And I said, what am I supposed to say to this? Is this? I feel like it was intentional. Like, you knew I was on campus, and you're going to send me a video of y'all together, and we have a group chat, and you didn't invite me? Talking about Nana Boo Boo? Talk about Nan. Mm. I said, oh, absolutely not. And... I think when I brought, I did bring it up. I brought it up. I was like, but like y'all go and hang out at the library and don't invite me. And you know, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm not about to beg to go to the library, but also it is upsetting. Yeah. Oh girl, we just forgot. It was, it really was just like, we just all happened to run into each other. I said, y'all all got different majors and we on different sides of campus. Mm-mm. Y'all happened to intersect in the middle. Okay. At the same time. All right. Mm. And it was just like, okay. Like, you know, small things like that. Um, I think can kind of show you people's true colors. And if they really valued you, you would never be a second thought. That's really, I'm talking about very hard pill to solo. If you were talking 2019 me, I think I would turn this podcast off. That is a very hard pill to solo because you don't, you don't want to think the worst of your friends. For me, mm. I think the best yeah. at all times. And I feel like I think of the worst in people that I, that I shouldn't. And I, I don't know what in my brain is wired wrong, but we got to get it fixed very quickly. Like, I think it's definitely getting fixed, like, as I go to therapy and things like that. But I think it's just my people-pleasing tendencies. I was going to say, when people, especially as a kid, if someone was like, oh, I heard they don't like you. Oh, I'm on a mission. I'm like, well, what did they say? Why? Because why don't you like me? Like, now I need to know. Because for me, it was always like, maybe it's something I need to improve on. Yeah, like maybe it's something that I'm blind to because it's me and I'm not used to my own tendencies. But for someone else, I'm coming off a certain way. So mm-hmm. that used to stress me out as a kid. Like if there was any beef in like drama or like in middle school, or elementary school and someone didn't like me. Yeah. It's just because I don't like you. No, girl, I need the reasons, baby. You need to give yeah. me a valid reason. You better dig and figure it out. For real. And I feel like I carried that. I mean, I'm letting go of it now that I'm like 
grown or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, especially in college and like high school, which are very vulnerable years, it was very much like, oh, like, why don't they like me? Why, why am I not being invited? Why do I feel left out? Like, it really does take a toll on you until you grow up a little bit or like you, the, the friendship dies and you start realizing like, okay, maybe, maybe it was not me all along. Maybe it was then. Which uh, that, that that's hard too, because I, I always just put the blame on me. That's just kind of how it is. Exactly. Me too. And, al- and also my tendency to call everybody best friend that has led me to have a severe attachment issue. And I think that also go- goes into play with friend, friend breakups, especially specifically girl ones, because I'm attached to you at the hip. I'm seeing you every freaking day or calling you every freaking day. And now it just stops because of something stupid. Mm. I'm sorry. That's hurt. I think to this day it, it hurts because we were, the good was so good. And that's the thing. It's like, you remember the good. And I have some of my best memories with like people that I might not talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dang, I can't even really fully enjoy that memory without the hurt too. Oh, that cry, I, that's definitely top three cries. Top three is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done a lot of, I've done a lot, honestly. Check my YouTube. Like, There's a whole compilation of my freshman year cries. But that cry was just like, it was like gut-wrenching. Like it yeah. came from the heart. Like my from heart soul. cracked. Like I don't think people realize how important girl friendships are. And when Thank those you. go down the drain... Because of something stupid or just something that y'all really could have figured out if if the relationship really meant a lot to both of y'all sucks. Man, I remember the cry when so it was like a it was a group of four of us, but I was always closest with one girl. Like it was like basically two best friends that like went through mm-hmm. basically. When me and like my college best friend broke up, bro, I'm not even and if y'all know, I'm not really a crier. Like I'm more of a like sit and think and maybe a tear might fall. Yeah, I've been plugging it out and not even on purpose, like really not on purpose. I think I've just like, as a kid, I just, I didn't like the feeling of crying because I just felt too vulnerable. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was just really hard for me to like let tears out and let people see me cry. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember calling Sam, uh, Sam, if y'all listened to like season two. um, Yeah, failed talking stages. I was calling Sam boo-hooing and I don't even like people seeing me cry, but she was like already knew about what was happening and I was like. I was just like, could not breathe, had the phone sitting up like, oh, against the wall. I was just like, could not catch my breath. And she was like, what happened? And I couldn't even get it out. I don't even think I really told her the full story until like a couple of days after. Because I was yeah. like, I literally, I can't even get the words out to tell you what happened, but just know we're not friends no more. Mm-hmm. And she was like, unfollow her. <laughs> oh, yeah. If that, oh, me too, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, you did <laughs> I realized if you have an ex that I follow or a friend that I follow, because I was like, okay, that's my, that's your dog. That's my dog. But y'all, you know, break up or whatever. I will continue to follow them just in case they say something about you. Say something crazy. Yeah. And I got to report back. That's, that is my title. That That is my position as a friend. I will keep following yeah. your op so I can make sure they don't say nothing crazy. Exactly. Like I give it, I give it a period. I give it about like, you know, cause things are fresh. So right after things are fresh, I'm still following to make sure ain't nobody saying nothing sneaky on the TL. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I, now I'm irritated by them. Cause I got your back. Ooh. 
I was just going to say that. Honestly, I had to unfollow them a few months ago because I was like, I'm actually getting irritated at you. And every time I see you, I think of what you did to my friend and I'm getting it. pisses me off. I can't look at your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. At all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, maybe we can have a whole episode on friend breakups eventually because that's a whole other thing. But as far as like... I'm not going to hold you. I think we just did it. Like I was... I, honestly, I was rethinking the title. Like it is maintaining friend co- uh, college friendships, but also... Friendship records are freaking hard. And maintaining friendships sometimes includes that friendship got to end. Yeah. It, I think we'll just do maintaining friendships, period. Period. In your 20s. In your 20s. I like your late teens. Shoot. Whatever age y'all is. Let's we realize- as an adult. As an adult. There we go. There we go. 18 plus girlies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to change it right now. For real. But yeah. So moms, we've kind of talked about, you know, what makes our friends currently special how do you stay in contact with them, even though we live all around the country? Like, we are really split everywhere. Yeah. No, for me, it's you got to schedule calls. Like, as an adult, you get freaking busy. Everybody's freaking busy. Like, okay, can we meet um, in one month on that Wednesday? Like, what do you – you know, that's <laughs> literally – No, literally – oh, you know what? I'm on East Coast. So, 3 p.m. my time is 12 p.m. your time. Like, yeah, it's really, really rough. Um, but there are just, but you also have to know that there are some friends you can just call on a whim. Like Danasia, if I call her with an unscheduled call. Oh, some, I, I am answering that because I know it's an emergency. That's an emergency. Like, that's just some friendships. But like some friendships, you know, you can just call on a whim. And if they don't answer, they'll be like, hey, I'm gonna call you in three days. And that just. <laughs> I'm also that friend, actually. I'll be like, can I get back with you on Sunday, girl? <laughs> Like, it's really like a business transaction. Like, hey, like, girly, I love you, but I'm really busy for the next two weeks. Can I FaceTime you on that Friday? Facts. And honestly, that's what makes friendship worse, having that understanding. Like, you know the certain friends that you can just call whenever and they're going to answer. And you, yeah. know the call, you know the friends that you have to might schedule something, but you know that when y'all do talk, it's probably going to be for a couple hours and y'all yeah. going to catch up on everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you got to know your friends and maybe establish that with them. Like, hey, girl, I can't talk every day, but I can for sure catch you every week and we yeah. can have a two hour call, you know? And that's how me, it, it works. I have something in the Google Calendar. You know, we're really big on Google Calendar. I have something at the end of every month. Friend check in. Did I did I talk to everybody on that bullet list? Granted, circle so small, second period. That's really like it is. So it, I really don't got to talk to many people. You know, any of my sisters are even on that list and I call them every day. So that's already good. But I do have a few friends that like, we don't need to talk every week. We just need to have a solid two hour call every month. If that, because some of my friends are boys and they don't really like to be talking like that. Unless we're gay. <laughs> if they're gay, we are catching up like there is no tomorrow. Like you're my girl, you know. But um, I did actually just got off a call with, with one of them today and it was great. It was on a whim. We was texting. I was like, I know you free. I'm a face. <laughs> I know you, you know, um, but yeah. So honestly, just being—it's really about being intentional. Mm. That's just what adult friendships are: being intentional. And honestly, I feel like that's also why adult friendships are very hard to find and make, unless they've like come from like college or childhood. Very, very hard to make. But when you do, I feel like they hold a lot of value because you have to really put effort into that friendship. You're not friends with them just because y'all go to class together. Like you are friends because you're both making a conscious effort to schedule time out of your schedules to hang out and everyone got busy schedules. So it's like, you're really putting in the time and effort to maintain, which is why I feel like we usually only have less than five actual real solid friends because 
investing that much into 10 people? Yes. And maybe you got to do every two months, like just like maybe like a quarterly call, you know, like we can text you, you can send me on socials, like my, like, like paying, this is tax season. So she's very busy, but she's like, I'm so sorry to answer your text, but I love you. You know, I'm a, I be seeing you on the timeline, like, like the things like that. Like, I know you're busy. I know we're not going to talk. And to that point, some people are also just meant for a season. Oh, speak on it. Moms. The people you thought were going to be there forever, like my four, that I thought I was going to get tattoos with, even though I have this horrible pain tolerance. I thought we were forever together. I was planning, oh, you're going to be this bridesmaid, like that deep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're my girl, like you start, you get in this, that start in five, you know, for my bridesmaids. Um, they, they honestly might just work because you're close in proximity. And that goes mm-hmm. back to, as an adult, these relationships really are about being intentional because I am not in proximity to at to anyone except for two people 15 minutes away and two minutes away and that's mm. honestly i really hope our friendship lasts when i'm not in north carolina because i love how we've developed our friendship in the past five six months yeah you know? yeah so and it's, it's just really intentionality that part that part yeah. yeah and honestly if you do have friendships that have lasted years plus shout out because a lot of college friendships a lot of high school friendships a lot of childhood friendships do not make it that far don't you really have to you either grow together or grow apart like literally shout out to Peyton if she's listening to this she's like I'm getting mad shut up but like we always talk about we're growing and glowing together and it's like and your friends are going to go through different eras Mm, yes and you have to love them through their eras and let them let them learn and grow and don't stop being friends with somebody because they might've changed. If you love them as a person, that core is still the same. Yeah. Like, well, well, uh, it's caveat. That's hard. Caveat. If it's, if it's negative behaviors, then no. But if it's like, you know, if they're, if they're, if they're going through, through a tough time and you're there for them, they're going to change after that. If they're going through certain eras in their life, they're going to change after that. Yeah. As long as your core friendship and you still love them as a person and you guys still get along as people and your values are still the same, that friendship's going to last regardless of if you're 13 or 30. And I will say as an adult, you do not have that much free time. So that's really dedicating a good portion of your night to that one friend. And if you got that one friend that just likes to complain all the time and doesn't like to take your actual advice and keeps on doing the stupid thing that you're like, at this point, it's just a circle. It's a cycle. And I'm getting irritated. And your our, your conversation drains me because you do not take my advice. I listen to you. And you just bicker and bicker and bicker. Maybe it's time to... Maybe it's time to cut them off. And or, just be, or just become basically like a, like a slow burn. Like a, like a slow quit. Like, I'm going to call you less and less. I'm going to text you less and less. I'm going to check up less and less. Because you are kind of a burden. Life is going great over here, but you are burdening me. And if you can't take it and they don't want to get a therapist or they can't afford a therapist, maybe they need a journal. Maybe you need to recommend a journal. (laughs) I don't know. Because like, girl, like, I'm sorry, but I cannot take this negative energy every time we have a call. Mm -hmm. It's getting tiring. An adult thing can be hard in of itself. Yeah. So you're going through stuff. They They don't even ask you how you're doing. That too. No, read the room. Yeah, read the room. If you are if you are talking to your friend and you are only talking about yourself and you didn't even ask them how they doing, 
work on also your your reciprocation to your friends. This is this is a, this is also mm-hmm. an episode about like being a good friend. I mean, like like finding good friends, but in that same breath, be a good friend. You have yeah. to be a good friend to find some. Yeah, like communication. Like I I am queen of being like girl. Let's just schedule a call because I know I know I suck at texting, so it's gonna have to be a call because I, I I personally I cannot catch up over text. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I need to see your face. I need to hear your voice while I'm hearing what's happening in your life so I can yeah. provide good feedback. You know, like I need, or voice memo. Like mm-hmm. I need to hear it. So like, I know that, that about myself. So I let my friends know, we just gonna need to have, plan a catch up call. Yeah. And when I do, I block off my whole night. Mm-hmm. And I talk, but we be talking. Yeah. Two, two, two to four hour calls because it's needed. And so it's, it's like, great actually. Honestly, I, I honestly love long catch-up calls more than like daily because it's like I'm really getting like 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 the full view like I'm seeing mm-hmm. it at the end whenever it's done happening but I'm also that person that's like if you need me and you call me and you say it's an emergency I'm there yeah no questions yeah so you just kind of have to know your friends and yep. they might change like her the has always been this way with her availability even in college but <laughs> like you just kind of have to know <laughs> Her availability is crazy. No, I I have always been a not sleep, gotta eat type what girl, it is. like grinding constantly. So my schedule has never been like, oh, I'm just doing nothing today. Like it's it was never <laughs> you you have to schedule doing nothing and then nothing. It's really just a two to four hour call. <laughs> like it's honestly, I love our calls. Like honestly, we we have these calls during oh, the pod before the podcast, and then like during off season, sometimes it's like wow, we don't even have to talk about the podcast. It, it obviously eventually comes up, yeah. you know? But, like, I honestly, if you forget, and sometimes your friends can feel neglected because you forget about these calls, I would say schedule something in your Google Calendar every Friday. Who mm-hmm. have you talked to? Okay, who do you need to schedule a call with? Because it's like, hey, can you do April 3rd, like a month away? But, like, make sure you make those bullet points so I don't forget anything. Or I saw that in the story. Oh, love that for you. Let's catch up this time. Exactly. Literally, my sister's friend, who also is one of my very close, she's like my, one of my little sisters now. She was like, "I miss you, babes. We need a call." And I was like, "That's all it takes. All it takes. That's all it takes." I saw, I saw, um, seven seven seven, and it always reminds me of Arlinda because mm-hmm. her line number is seven. I texted her and I was like, "Just letting you know, I'm thinking about you today. Miss you. That's- we'll catch up soon." She was like, that- "You." She was like, I've literally been thinking about you and I've been meaning to text you. Like, you know, like it was just, it felt so good to just be like, sometimes all it takes is a test. Yes, that's all it takes. And we, we just be going and going and going. We're, you know, you know, we love you. Mm-hmm. But just that text that can like, what if they're having a, even if they're having a really great day, that can make it even better. If they're having, they're, if they're feeling down, that one text makes it better. Oh, crazy. I love that. Honestly, I love like girl friendships. Like, did you see that that TikTok where like they they got engaged to each other? I did. It was so cute. That was so sweet. I was was like, so cute. Someone in the comments was like, "Oh, for context, like basically there were some girls on TikTok that were all best friends, and they were like, we we love and we support each other as friends. Like, we should all just do a friend marriage, and they all got married to each other as friends. It, and it was just like it." hearing this like on the podcast you haven't seen a tiktok you might be like girl what are you talking about yeah TikTok was really cute and they just basically their vows to each other were like why i love you as a friend like why you're important to me how you supported me when i went through something difficult like it was a very sentimental thing and i was like that is an amazing idea 
yeah, I remember I was going through a really tough time on the verge of not graduating. And we all got on a call, me and the two girls, which is Danasia, Peyton, and Kelly. And I was like, y'all, I don't know if I'm going to graduate. Like, I don't know. And like, just the fact that like we all, getting everybody on one call <laughs> was <laughs> impressive. Very impressive. Like the fact that we all bonded, bonded together and was like, Faith got some news. Like we got like, what's the updates? Like, what are we doing? That is so true. You texted us in the group chat. You're like, guys. And we I was like, what time? Yeah. Like, you know, we might not talk for months on end, especially with those groups. You know, you might talk to them individually. Like, I talk to Kelly once a month, Peyton once a month, and Age once a month, but all together, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been some time. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I think maybe since like August, September? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It had to have been right before we graduated. It had to have been like May. No, moms, because I remember us FaceTiming when I was folding clothes here. Oh, oh, you're right. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, either way, it's been more than six months. You know, yeah, no, that we definitely, and we, and we got another trip planned. So we definitely need to schedule something. But life, life be life in it. We understand, you know. Yeah. Um, but moms, what do you think the hardest part about making friends after college is? Finding them. Shoot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I think. In college, it's just, it's so much of an easier uh, vicinity to find people that are like to you. Like, for me, like, I found, I found home and I found sisterhood and, like, a very, very solid support system through Delta. Yeah. And it's like, you know, without me going to college, I would have, you know, I, I definitely could have um, crossed grad, but it's just, like, it made it so much easier being on campus and finding my, my group, especially, like, my last year, senior year, and also, um, part of the pandemic when like, you know, I was a junior, but mm -hmm. I really found my people in college. And I just feel like it's so much harder to do that once you're an adult. It's like, where am I supposed to find these people? I go to work. I go home. I might go out to dinner or do something, but it's like, where do you find friends? It's really hard. Um, and for anyone that's um, in New York, a, a tip, there are like social clubs for black girls. I, I saw a TikTok. It's called the Supper Club. I it's saw that. Like, yeah, it's basically like black girls that just go to dinner and hang out and just like everyone doesn't know each other just yet. Mm -hmm. It's basically like you all go to dinner and get to know each other. Yeah. And I think finding stuff like that in your city is probably your best way of finding friends that are alike to you. And mm -hmm. a lot of times you make friends by meeting their friends. So, yeah, you know, like letting that happen. For me, I luckily, uh, my job has a program called the MT program that I'm a part of. And that's how I met. Mia, who's one of my closest friends out here. Yeah. And she introduced me to her friends and now it's just become a network. But mm -hmm. it's really just finding one person first and then building off that. Bro, literally. Honestly, I um when I first moved here, I had one friend that I met in my internship and like she was cool, you know, love her. Um, but we didn't really have much things to like. We we caught up, we caught we made sure we had FaceTime calls, like random ones during college, but love her down, but like just I needed black friends. You know, I, I didn't realize yeah. the importance of people that look like me being my friends until the end of college and the beginning of adulthood. Like, say it again. Like, ugh. find the other black people that are working at your job. Yeah. At your age, please. It will literally change your life. Like, in the previous jobs I've had, we created a group chat. We Moms. Said, we said, we the only ones. And that, it's just no. a... It's a sense of camaraderie, I swear. Literally, y'all can guess what the what the group chat title was. Like, we <laughs> we we really bonded together. Like, 
it really made work more enjoyable for one because it's like people that look like me and my age are with me but two Mm -hmm. it's just like they are still people that I'm friends with today yes and for me I actually I happened my computer happened to stop working and I think this had to be God because I wouldn't have met all these amazing wonderful people that I met in North Carolina basically this girl she had pink on and I was like I'm a pink girl I have not seen a black single black girl here on campus let me say hello I was like hey I love your outfit. Like, I would love to be friends. Like, it's really that simple. And she's like, girl, of course, let me put you in this group chat. It's me and a whole bunch of these early, early in career black black folks that a lot of us, a, a lot of us aren't from here. And I was like, oh, this is great because I'm from Arizona. Then like that, that's when we went out. I smelled cougar for the first time. Never will be doing that again. But you know, <laughs> it was like just experiences. And it was so cool because I think I talked about this in um, one of the Rosebud and Thorns, I think maybe last season. But I was like, it was so cool being around black people, just being black, not at an event, not just everybody, mm. all the same color, well, all these beautiful colors, all these beautiful people just interacting as people, not because they're black for a black thing on campus. Mm, not not for BSU, no, not for Nesby, not like literally. We just out here living, and it was just so. It was like a surreal experience because me coming from a PWI, unless we were having a Black Student Union meeting, it was you wasn't it was seeing quiet. It was very zip lit vibes. So like honestly, and then and then I put Indy in the group chat, and then she met everybody, and then I put Winston in the group chat, or I put Winston in first, and now we have this whole camaraderie of Black people that are just like, hey, like. What job are you trying to get? Mm. And it, also build a network. Thank you. Building a network, putting each other on. Like, girl, that's I love the biggest nepotism. thing. I love friend nepotism. I'm trying to put everybody on. Like, hey, yep. my friend is a sale, isn't working in sales. I think he'd be perfect for this. Yes. And you gotta say there me. is enough room for everybody at the table. Like, that's Show the it. biggest thing, too. Like, we, we need to vouch for each other and put each other on because usually there's only one black person at the seat. So you got to bring somebody else to the table with you. Yeah, I didn't realize this because my my team is very and uh, everybody under my VP is very diverse, like Mexican, India, things like that. But I'm the only black woman under my VP. Me too. Crazy. Me too. And it's like the last one before me was in 2019. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, what can I do to make sure that I'm not the last? Yeah. Let me put everybody on. So yeah. I'm really trying, especially with that group. I love that group chat. Like. Danita's gonna meet a lot of them. Uh, I'm so excited. Oh, it's gonna be so great. Um, but yeah, it's I just feel like friendships aren't talked about enough. I think we talk about love and who pays for the first date and yeah, and, and, and uh, does his, is he letting you sit in the front seat? Like it's the, like can we for <laughs> the mama sit in the back, like is the mom sitting in the back is, is the grandma the baby? Like, can we move on? Like, let's talk about how important friendships are like this is huge let's talk about the economic state of the world like please <laughs> no i'm playing we need to just <laughs> i'm surprised we haven't been delusional this episode I, that's what i was thinking we were a little delulu we had a, we had a very long before podcast and then we also had a long rbt so yeah we was a little delulu before this call but let's not anymore but yes um, we say that to say value your friendships hold them close yeah. And that brings us to our affirmation of the week as well. If I want my friendships to work, the effort needs to be reciprocated. Mm. Friendships are not easy. It's I think people limit it down to just people you hang out with. But at the end of the day, this is the same amount of work and and effort that you should be investing into people you care about, period. Yeah. 
relationship or not, mm-hmm. friendships take a lot of work. And yeah. and be and and being in a relationship and being friends with your partner, like it it, it matters on all levels. You can tell who kind of started as friends and then it was like a slow burn or like even a fast burn and then they became like best friends, then relationship to just a hey, we just f buddies. This kind of works. Let's and then they become friends after. Yeah, it's kind of a different type of relationship. It's a um, different type of vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I really do appreciate like my friendships now because I don't think I was ever asked really like how are you doing. I would just have to say it. Mm. And then, like, like my friend India, I think she's a, she's a real empath. She really likes to listen, which is weird because my friends we like to talk. Like we like, boom, talk. Boom, 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 boom. You know, she's like, how are you doing, bud? And that one question, I'm like, whoa, how am I doing? How am I doing? I don't even be thinking like that. I'm Listen. Like, those friends are just so important. I love me some India down. Like, like I'm like, hey, you want to go on a walk? You know, like, I love a good walk. You know, I think for you is, I think with Mia, you do wine nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, easily. She'd be like, what you doing? I already know the question coming. I said, girl, I got I got the peak Moscato. Let's go. <laughs> like, it's really like finding, I think it also takes bad friends that you've had in the past to appreciate the good ones. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. It takes pain in the in the beginning or, you know, it's going to get ugly before it gets pretty. But when it does get pretty, you really do value, like, you know how to keep your good friends close. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I didn't realize how much we had to talk about on friendships. For real? We thought this, I'm not going to lie. We thought this was going to be a little quick one and done 45 minutes. <laughs> we showed it. I literally ordered Jimmy John's. I'm sure it's setting outside of my door right now, but it's yeah, fine. The Jimmy is John. Jimmy is John, I swear. I literally swear. But honestly, I I just feel like we just should do a, do a shout out. Like, I really do love the friends. The friends that I have now are forever. I'm sorry. Yes. You and can't, y'all know who you are. Like, I love y'all down. Yeah. I They're they're so supportive. They genuinely care about my well-being. Like, yeah. and I, I didn't mention this, but you really, I think Denadra kind of touched on this. You need to read the room and gauge. For me, I say... If you call me at a four and I know I'm at a seven, as a good friend, I need to make sure you get better and my my good news or however I'm feeling can yep. be pushed on to the next talk. Yep. Thank you. Read the room. If your friend needs you right now, it's like, oh, girl, that sucks. But anyway, about me. Yeah. Like, we need to be good friends to have good friends. Mmm. Mmm. That's... Because to my point... um. I, during college, I was focused really on my core friends that were in close proximity. And I neglected my friend who went to ASU, which is my bestie since seventh grade. Mm. And she had friends up there too, but I'm, I'm her, that I'm her ride or die. Like I'm, I'm basically that, that family's second black daughter, her first black daughter. You feel me? Mm. So it was so hard when she was like, yeah, like you neglected me. And I was like, whoa, um, well, Frank. I'm sorry. I, w- I had to put my pride aside because I have a kind of a big ego. I was like, that's on me, Beast. I am sorry. I will not let that happen again because you are too good of a friend to let go and to neglect. Mm. So I'm sorry. And I gave her a hug and we really don't be hugging for real. Like we'll hug when we see each other and then leave, but we don't, we don't really be touching for real. So the fact that I hugged her, she was like, okay. And then we ate oranges and it, like we, we were good. <laughs> like I feel like she knew that took a lot out of me because she knows how big my ego is. So that's that's really what friendships are about. Sans sorry. Facts. Facts. 
And think about it, if that was not a real friend, the friendship could have ended over that situation. Oh, it ended real bad. But well, that's a real friend, which is why y'all able to work through it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Man. I like this one. I like this. <laughs> I know we say this every freaking episode, but like, I think sometimes we shock ourselves with how much we have to say. Yeah. I think, I think we also, when we write these outlines, we don't really peel back the layers until we start no. talking. So when, when, the, when the onion's peeled, we like, wow, oh. we have a full, what are those things from, um, from Outback Steakhouse, the, the onion, the, the blooming onion, blooming onion. Yes. We're one big blooming onion. That's really what every episode is. Facts. Mm. Facts. But to for our call- end it on a good note. We have to end on a very good note. Um, for our call for the question, like we said in the beginning of the episode, if you have any dilemmas or questions you want us to answer, please send it into our link tree, um, free suggestion box. We will be filming that pretty soon. So once you hear this, please put that dilemma or suggestion in there so you can make sure it's in there because i don't know when we're going to do an episode this big again with all these dilemmas facts facts um but <laughs> our favorite segment why would, yes. why would you say that um i will go ahead and start we we do like a mixture between twitter instagram and tiktok but for this one it was tiktok she basically was saying this is what i don't know i think it got in my timeline pr- pretty late but she was like Valentine's Day really showed y'all true colors. A lot of y'all man was in my DM and I had to I had to unfollow a lot of y'all because you was in my DMs and then you're gonna post a girl that you was in relationships in and talk about some I love I've loved you for four years. Mm. You was just in my DMs and she's like, What do I have to do? I come off as very classy and elegant. Do I need to start smoking black and miles? <laughs> she said the girls who smoke black and miles get treated so well and get roses. So maybe I need to start smoking black and miles. And I said why would you say that? Now that I think about it, yeah, they be giving them 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 big bouquets. You know the ones, and in the hotels with the, with sprinkle the roses. Thank you. They be have on the bed. It be the little rose petal heart whole, whole shebang. Hold on. Side note: Did you see that girl on on Twitter? She had, I guess she took somebody's man, and the roses spell spelled that perk. <laughs> I did not see that. That that tomfoolery. What, what do you mean? <laughs> She was she, some and like the 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 caption was something like I stole your man and he did this for me something like that and she was literally booty out with lingerie in the bed the, the rose <laughs> petals. And I was like, what was the thought process? What was Because someone had to lay them roses out to spell it, and it looked very elegant. So it has to be like somebody got hired or something, or she did it. That photo in there by herself, like with the ring light. Like I don't know. But I just know perk being spelled out with roses should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Any flower shop, you need to ask what the purpose is. Because perk, if it involves perkies, they don't need them roses. Give it to that. Give it to that dad or that 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 uncle that need to give his wife something. Give it to him. What about you, moms? Um, this one is actually a personal experience. So. <laughs> believe it or not usually these come from twitter for me yeah um so <laughs> me isn't trying to convince me to be more of a dater or whatever so i'm just like okay i don't know so i have i i, I had hinge downloaded because i was yeah. just like it kind of just feels fun like i just like i just like swiping through and pressing buttons it's a game it's a game like i try not to think about it like that because these are real people and i don't mm-hmm. i don't ever like i've never been on a date from a dating app either it's kind of oh, just wow. like, okay yeah no i've never i've never took it's never left the app if that makes I sense see. 
like they might they might heart me or whatever and then i heart back but it never goes any further than that mm-hmm. i really just be doing it for fun so <laughs> what was i going through and one of the profiles um it had two names it was like i'm making it, up. it was like james and maria i was like that's a weird i was like that's a weird name i scroll down why did the title say join our couple i've seen some of those it was like join our couple we like to go on long walks we like to do picnics we like this. His sign is Taurus. My sign is Pisces. Like, I kid you not. It was a whole ad to join their couple. What? We're what? looking for we're looking for a brown skin. What? I literally had to I literally had to scroll through the whole thing just to see if it was real. It was they were dead ass. I was like, I have never seen anything like this. What? Open relationship on hinge. Dang. Dang. And I said, that's honestly great advertising. Because yeah. they probably set the preferences like brown. <laughs> I said, oh, putting putting looking for a brown skin in the description, you know, it's effective. I'll give you that. It's effective. You he they get you gave them a scroll, so they got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got some screen time. Um, so that was more of a why would you do that? Because I was just like, why? But yeah. uh yeah, shout out to them. Hope they find they pay they brown skin they was looking for. Um, speaking of brown skin, let's talk about this rose party. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy segue. Crazy. Wait, we gotta give context. Okay. So basically... Um, I forgot about it, but an agent has sent it to me on TikTok, and this this girl is doing a rose party. If you know what a rose is, a rose is a vibe, and that's all I'm gonna say. She's a vibe. It's it's a it's a toy. It's a toy, a vibe toy. So she's doing. If you're on TikTok, you see those tic, those TikToks where it's like this sentimental music, like um, me me trying to be an influencer, and then the little baby kachow boy, like yeah. And it's like, who supports you? She's like, oh, hold on. I got to I gotta find the exact wording because nobody, no. she it said, crazy. thinking everybody would call me weird for wanting to have a rose party. And then the, yeah, are the people that actually want to go to the rose party. Now, what is this rose party going to look like? First of all, when I first saw the TikTok, I thought she meant a party where she's giving out roses. I, I thought think- maybe it was a sex, it was a sex toy, like promotion event like remember like sometimes like the old ladies now the older ladies would like sell like have a dildo party and they would be like mm, yeah. this, this that i'm thinking like that no i'm thinking she really means everybody standing up maybe even sitting down are there chairs are there beds oh. she's literally having a party where everybody's using roses just everything funky i know it smells crazy in there i'm talking about and speaking of smelling crazy why I think the ninja also sent me this talking about some I'm gonna bring my rose to Creed 3. <laughs> <laughs> Whole theater smell crazy. What is that smell? <laughs> I just it's just a little bit too intimate because why just pirate it? Pirate the baby, Michael B. Jordan. Fine, fine. Oh boy, you know what I'm talking about. Jonathan, is that his name? Yeah, Jonathan Majors, yeah. Jonathan Majors. She said, Oh, John and Mike in the movie? This oh. is that toy going in the purse. 
Forget smuggling in snacks. Smuggling in the rose? Mm-hmm. Man, can you open your purse? What, what do you say? Talking about some, what's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, someone in the comments going to say, oh yeah, and they got reclining seats. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually insane. That's actually the most unhinged, why would you say that? I've, I've, I think we've had on the season. Yeah. Yeah, because that why? and the mom breastfeeding her son, I think that takes the cake. Breastfeeding the son in the in where? In the in, in at their wedding. Oh yes, the mama breeds. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Worse. Actually, no, the, the breastfeeding one is definitely worse because that's worse. For sure. I thought you were talking about there's this there's this mama and this baby on TikTok and literally the baby will just be hanging on the nipple and she'll just be talking like yeah he just don't want to get off and he she just swinging just swinging like an orangutan on that thing like get that baby off and get off my TikTok I do not want to see that uh, you know the button that's like I do not like this content they be asking you they be like did you like that video I feel like no I didn't I, I actually didn't want to see swinging. I, I just, I'm sorry, I didn't want to, and now you're making, and then she's like, nobody, she, and then I guess somebody said, like, your boobs are saggy, and she's like, nothing a bra can't fix. I'm like, girl, <laughs> we didn't doubt you. We didn't. We didn't. Out of the hundred comments, that one, we, I think you just wanted to show us the bra. I, I don't know. Very secret shit. <laughs> sorry. y'all we're sorry oh my god oh my god okay wait i have one i have one okay <laughs> why did my friend man facetime me from her phone last night talking about i just called to say i'm back <sighs> imagine imagine you think she no. cut him off and he facetime talk about yeah my, my lease been renewed and you're and she's literally crying on the phone the day before <sighs> hey sister yeah. i get you it be, I- like- <laughs> it be like that I have spun the block a few times in my short stint of dating. Cause I started dating at 18, y'all. I didn't date in high school. I didn't believe in dating. I well that's that's a good phrase to say nobody liked me. <laughs> it's all about controlling the narrative. Controlling the narrative. When you get into corporate, that's all you're gonna hear, honestly. <laughs> this lady said, if my man is hungry at 3 a.m., I'm gonna make him some food. And somebody quoted and said, he can eat the splinters out of the floorboards of my home. <laughs> Bon appetit. <laughs> oh, for me, if if you imagine some, a man waking you out of your sleep, like, hey, I'm hungry. You have two legs and two arms. You better get up. Waking me up out of my sleep is crazy. If oh, I'm up, then maybe. But waking you me up, waking you up. Period. First of all, I I sleep like a bear. She does. It's scary, actually. It's actually bad. Like, I was concerned when I moved out because I was like, who gonna wake me up? Ah, tch. It's been me and my alarm locked in. Um, to that one, because that's a strong alarm. For real. Uh, okay, my last one. So there's, a, there's a, a cop that posts a selfie. She's black. She's really pretty. She posts a selfie of her in uniform, right? On Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can clearly say she's a cop. Like, yeah. she's got the badge on everything, right? Mm-hmm. A guy quoted it saying, I've been selling booty hole on the motel since located on North 28th Street. Please come by and arrest me. <laughs> selling booty hole? No. 
With the address? With the address. The motel sits located on North 28th Street. Come arrest me. Is it just an... I, I just... I want everybody to think. Digital footprint. That's Digital all. Digital footprint. When your boss... When you walk inside that meeting with your boss and he got that booty hole tweet printed out, what you gonna do now? There's no wiping of anything. There's none. I just... Like, for me, I'm like... I would be okay with my manager seeing me in the little dancing video, even a little booty jiggle. Honestly, it is what it is because it's my life and I am doing good work. But booty hole on North 28th Street, I just don't think if I could come back. I don't think, I don't think you're, you or your manager can't get past that. Uh-uh. 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 Yeah. Imagine, so- imagine the one-on-one title is like <laughs> booty hole <laughs> review, TBD. Oh, I would actually scream. Um, oh, my God. Y'all, please make sure you send in your dilemmas or suggestions or really anything. Maybe even season five episode ideas. Let us know that you didn't just just send it to us. We love y'all so much. And we will see y'all for the final episode of season four next week. Next week. Shoot. Dang. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for real. We wrap. love y'all. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Or talk to you later. Girl. <laughs>